We're all about the University of South Florida, but we also want to keep you informed on the Bulls' conference opponents. That's why three times a week we go around the American. With today's show, here's Derek Sharp. The fact that softball begins conference play this weekend is a perfect example of why we do around the American. Plus, we just like to keep you up to date in general, but now you know what else is going on around the conference and the now right to the point we're getting there to playing them outlook for the conference opponents for the Bulls. Baseball does begin next week, yes, with the Warren I-4, so you'll know what UCF is up to by the end of the hour. We'll also give you the latest on tennis, a few notable results, and of course, basketball. The Houston Cougars playing tonight. You might have heard of this event. It's called the NCAA Tournament. The rest of the Elite Eight will shake out tonight. Houston is the one seed playing in Kansas City against the five seed Miami, which destroyed Indiana in its second round game. Isaiah Wong scored 27 points for the Canes, who, if you didn't know, they were tied for first in the conference. They actually got the one seed with a 15-5 and record. Yeah, they lost to Duke in the ACC semis, but Duke is out. Miami is the only ACC team going. The other game later on in Kansas City tonight at 945, these are the CBS games, Texas and Xavier. And, of course, Miami and Xavier have other ideas, but wouldn't it be something to see Houston playing Texas for a right to go to the Final Four in Texas? The game's... Elsewhere tonight, number one seed Alabama against San Diego State. Princeton against Creighton. Of course, Princeton, the number 15 seed, still going. Last night, FAU rallies past Tennessee, and Kansas State wins that thriller against Michigan State, while UConn destroyed Arkansas 88-65, and Gonzaga, in a late thriller, beats UCLA 79-76. The Cougars are in the Midwest region. Of course, they've been led all year long by guard Marcus Sasser, point guard Jamal Shedd. Stud freshman Jerace Walker and an overall get-you-on-the-glass type of approach. Whoever comes out of this region will square off with the UConn-Gonzaga winner, by the way, in the Final Four. Can't believe it's already getting down to that point. Oral Roberts had a great couple years, and their head coach is now the Wichita State head coach, if you missed it. Paul Mills, who took the Titans to two of the last three NCAA tournaments. They were 30-5 and this year. Fun brand of basketball that they play. Actually, it's funny. I was in Tulsa with women's basketball this year. My run one day takes me down a long trail, and the other day, generally speaking, takes me through a nice neighborhood and end up lapping around the Oral Roberts campus. And then the basketball arena didn't look like much, honestly, and I didn't actually realize at the time that they were en route to what they were en route to, which was an 18-0 run through the Summit League. And the guy that spearheaded that all was Paul Mills. He will be the Wichita State coach before his eight years at Oral Roberts. He was on the staff of Baylor Scott Drew for 14 seasons when they made it to the Sweet 16 four times and two more to the Elite Eight. So this man knows how to have successful postseason programs, which is what Wichita is used to being. The postseason is over as far as the women's side of things go. And speaking of over, the end of the game got more attention, unfortunately, than the Stuff that led up to it, Bowling Green made it to the MAC championship and lost to the number one seed Toledo, which, by the way, turned around and beat Iowa State before succumbing to Tennessee in the NCAA tournament. So Bowling Green was an automatic choice for the WNIT. They beat Liberty in the first round, then had to go to a very good Green Bay team and won by 18. Well, this game was close at halftime, but something interesting happened towards the end of the first quarter. Jamira Schutz, who is Memphis's leading scorer, was trying to possess the ball, and she got inadvertently bopped in the face. Now, there was 
A little bit of over-aggressiveness, I would say, by the bopper, Alyssa Brett, who got called for a foul. But you can see why they get 11.5 steals per game, which is a big number, because they were right up actually in Schutz's face. And she had to sit out the rest of the half. So obviously shaken up. Still, they were only down seven at the half. And Schutz's return didn't exactly flip the switch for Memphis because they got outscored in the third quarter, 28-8. to Bowling Green would lead them by as many as 28 And even though the Tigers put on a 29-15 showing in the fourth quarter, they lose 73-60. Great year. Might be marred a little bit by what happened at the very end. We just talked about Brett. Well, Jamira Schutz was first in the handshake line, and she wanted to say something to her. And said something, then hit her in the face. Flat out, if you watch it back on ESPN+, you don't actually see it when it happened because they were showing the crowd. But you can actually see... The fan in the crowd, his his jaw drops, and you hear the crowd start booing. And yeah, Brett was down on the deck for a while, and Memphis had to be escorted to the locker room. That's not how you want your season to end. Memphis did finish second in the conference, but they do see their season come to a finale. Bowling Green, by the way, gets picked to host one of the quarterfinals, so they'll be taking on the Florida Gators, who won at Clemson last night by 10 points. The other quarterfinals are yet to be filled up. Oregon did win easily. Of course, they were one of the first teams out. They keep rolling through their part of the bracket. They beat San Diego at home by 20. They'll probably get to host again tonight's Kansas State-Washington winner. On that left side of the bracket, Kansas wins against Nebraska last night and will get tonight's Arkansas-Texas Tech winner. And on the Bowling Green-Florida side of the bracket, Harvard knocked off one of the one-seeds, Rhode Island, and will await tonight's Syracuse-Columbia winner. Memphis, the last women's basketball team still going in the conference, eliminated last night. The best team in the conference in baseball, of course, East Carolina, and it had something happen at the end of its game. Now, it was a very competitive, hotly contested game at Campbell, which is a standout team, and East Carolina lost it by the score of 2-1 to one, fair and squarely, but Pirates head coach Cliff Godwin and the batter Josh Moylan did not agree with the game-ending strike, having been somebody that's gone to Greenville a couple times and know that their fans think every borderline pitch should always go their way. Uh, That didn't surprise me, but apparently they'll face a suspension for their post-game ejection. They play George Mason at home this weekend. It was a busy midweek in baseball. We rounded up the Tuesday action on the Wednesday show. Wednesday night saw Cincinnati unload with 13 runs in its first two at-bats, including two grand slams at rival Xavier. A 19-6 win. Memphis had a nice midweek with a couple of victories over Arkansas State in a comeback on Wednesday, 7-6. Oklahoma State, excellent program, came to Wichita and put it on the Shockers, 10-1. Houston is starting to roll. They were well below 500. Now they're only game underneath it after winning a fifth in a row, beating Southern U, 16-7. And Tulane went out to Washington, which is a struggling team in the Pac-12, but Tulane has been mightily struggling, so they'll take it any way they can get it. And they got it, a 14-9 win. Oh, where do they go from there? From somewhat scenic Seattle, Washington, to also quite scenic Hawaii. That's right, Tulane is playing actually in a game that will start at midnight tonight. So a night game in Hawaii. They will begin that set. Will they have any legs when they start conference play next week? Houston is hosting an event where they'll play Texas Arlington twice. And in the middle, tomorrow we'll get... Northwestern. Cincinnati plays Butler for three, including a doubleheader on Sunday. We mentioned East Carolina, 10th-ranked Pirates host George Mason. Memphis is taking on Oral Roberts, and that Maryland team that took two or three from the Bulls to start the season 
is at UCF this weekend, so we'll have some more than mildly interesting scores to pass along to you tonight, just not the Tulane Hawaii score. Softball, again, conference play begins with Wichita State leading the pack. Last pre-conference games got in on Wednesday, East Carolina, that's the Bulls' opponent, beats North Carolina Wilmington, a below 500 team, 7-1. to one. Memphis, a well below 500 opponent, rolls Arkansas Pine Bluff, but the Tigers needed some confidence heading into conference play. They'll get Houston for three this weekend. Actually, weather has already changed things around, not in our series yet, nor, ironically, with UCF hosting Wichita for the big three game set there. But Houston and Memphis will play a doubleheader tomorrow due to weather today in the Memphis area. And that's it. Those are your three conference series because, remember, for one more year anyway, only seven teams in the American play softball, but will become a 10-team league next year. Mentioned there were some notable tennis results. UCF has been a dominant type team, but really looking for some sort of big results to get into conference play. And yeah, they got one on Wednesday against a top 50 Arkansas squad, 5-2. to two. And SMU knocked down Baylor yesterday, the Mustangs, really, really solid. Wichita State, before they play the Bulls on Sunday, is playing at UCF today. Another nice matchup of ranked teams, Tulane at Tulsa. So the computer rankings are going to come more into focus as we get towards the NCAA tournament. The Bulls are right in the middle of that pack. Tulsa also plays at Oklahoma on Sunday. Women's tennis, best team in the conference, UCF, narrowly lost to Georgia Tech yesterday in Atlanta 4-3. And SMU knocked off a ranked team, Denver 4-1. I have a feeling the Mustangs are going to jump back over the Bulls in the computer rankings. Right now, USF second best in the league. But remember, SMU does have a head-to-head win against them. Mention lacrosse with some ranked teams. Did you know that James Madison, first of all, does play in the American for lacrosse, but secondly, is in the top 10 nationally. Number five in the country went to Harrisonburg and beat number 12 Virginia 10-8. to The Florida Gators are ranked eighth. They went to Macon, Georgia and beat Mercer by the count of 15-6. to Cincinnati rolled Butler this week 17-3. to and look out for East Carolina. You know, they started the program up a few years ago, and now they're to the point where they're 8-2. and two, And, yeah, they lost at home, but to number 18 Duke, a very competitive 13-10 to 10 result. That's our look around the American. Thanks for dropping by. I'm Derek Sharp.